0: Okay, so I saw this post recently and it was about this kid who just didn't have money to pay for schooling or anything. So he sat outside of a window and he was kind of like eavesdropping to get whatever now that she could from somebody else who could afford to pay for the proper tutor study or whatever. I seen this post recently or before about a woman No, I think it was a black woman or a black man, this has happened many times, who had to stand outside the classroom and hear whatever they could hear. And it took them however long to graduate, but they never gave up and they graduated. Pretty much the message is, if there's a will, there's a way. And if you really want something, you're gonna make it happen. And this is what I feel like is being told to me recently, like this is kind of like what I've been going through. This is what I had to experience. I've had to experience, you know, not being accepted, not being allowed to learn, not being allowed to, you know, learn the ropes and figure out a way out of the situation because for whatever reason, maybe it's because I'm a woman, maybe it's because I want to do it with God, maybe it's because of who around me that supports me or who around me that will be going with me. Maybe it's just because people just don't want to see me win. Who knows the real reason why? All I know is that this is what's been told to me recently. This is how I've had to learn. I've had to, you know, do whatever I can in order to get whatever information that I can get to learn and grow. And I feel that. I felt that, you know, nobody wants to tell me anything. Nobody tells me anything. And by the time somebody does tell me something, I'm thinking there's a catch to it. I'm thinking I cannot trust them. I'm thinking there's something going on with that information. Like, it's 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 probably a tactic to be used to, like, somehow get me to put my guard down so that they can somehow start controlling me and all that I've worked hard to build up, which is I'm realizing recently it's not even much because of what all that I've had to go through in order to get here. And I don't really like to realize these different things around the around the wrong time or around the wrong people because they will start to make you question God and how much of a part he's playing in the entire situation. They'll start to make you question, like, is how can God really be here for you when there's people out here who have access to this, people out here who's doing it so easily, like, they're handed this information, and you're fighting so hard, giving so much for those little bitty pieces of information, you're barely making it, and how long is it going to take for you to get you know, to where they've made it in a day or a year, it's taking you at least a decade or however long for you to get there because of the obstacles placed before you in order to have it, in order for you to get the information, in order to be able to be prepared enough to even be in a place or be able to fight or or, or fan these different things off of you. And it it when you think about it too much, it does make you start to question God, like, God, I call on you all day and every day. I'm always calling on you. I'm always doing everything that I can to stay dedicated and loyal and focused and faithful to you. But it seems like these, this this, help, this extra push, what I need is coming in so slowly. It's coming in like bits and pieces. It's, It's not fair. But... When it comes down to it, you know, I'm just learning so much, you know. It's never the worst situation, even though it can be very bad. It's never the worst situation. I guess recently I've just been so tired because I'm sitting up here extremely, like, frustrated about... And I don't want to keep saying I'm frustrated. I'm sure it's what the enemy wants. But I'm just sitting here contemplating everything. And all these unnecessary battles that I'm fighting on a daily basis. It's just I'm tired. I'm tired. And I want to get up. But oftentimes I just don't even want to get up. And I'm having little visions. And these visions are, are kind of like hints. Maybe hints towards individuals who've been around, who've seen me, who've watched me, and how I'm having to come up and how I'm having to figure out how to do things, and they're wanting to help, maybe, or maybe they just support or appreciate just certain aspects about myself. Maybe remind them of themselves, or maybe they just appreciate it. It's, they admire it. I don't know. But I just noticed, you know, I can't ever tell what the truth is. I know that the truth is God, but oftentimes God is not going to just give me this information about these different things because he does not care about these different things. These things, he cares, but he doesn't care. Like, I'm not going to give you information about these different things because these things anger him. There should be no reason why people are living their lives this way. It should be no reason why people are thinking these kind of things are okay. It should, not, it should not be no reason why people are doing this kind of stuff. And so he doesn't want to just give me the information about it because he doesn't want me to find interest or marvel at the different things that they're doing. He wants me to stay focused on him and fo- stay focused on doing it the right way. The more you ask about these different things and you start to become interested and you start to wonder about these different things, the more you start to become enticed and tempted into wanting to behave this way or live this kind of lifestyle. And I don't want to. I really don't. Even though I feel like a lot of times I feel so cornered as if I'm forced into a certain direction. Like, I can't do it no other kind of way. Because here I am praying and worshiping God and doing everything I can to stay, keep my heart and mind focused on him. And he... And the only time I ever really come out of that is when I'm doing everything in my power to help someone else. If I feel like God is leading me to give someone a message or to offer any type of help or anything I can do to or for someone else. And oftentimes that's my downfall is what drags me out of my progress with God. So the logic, the logical explanation for has never come out, then, never come out. And then when I'm never coming out, you know, these things never leave me alone. When I never come out of these things, I just can't even avoid them. I'm in these visions where I'm involved with different situations and different people. And then when I wake up, they're still there. And, you know, it could continue on or it could stop there. You know, I feel that I've managed to avoid so many different things. And just recently with... What I'm not managing to avoid it just exposes all that I have managed or possibly have managed to avoid still there's so many questions like I'm seeing this future prophecy of you know me with this person in this car and this having everything in my heart desires and all this other stuff true fulfillment and happiness but yet still I'm just I'm still heartbroken about things that have happened to me and I don't Something just doesn't add up about that. It's like God has told me I will get everything that I've ever wanted, everything I've ever wanted. He's given me wisdom, the spirit of wisdom and discernment, and I'll get everything else I did not ask for, everything in my heart desires. Then I see this vision of that. But the issue is I still am, you know, I still have this hole in my heart from different individuals, different people who could not make it, who did not go. And that, for me, I feel like indicates that maybe Satan has still played a part of my life. God is true fulfillment. If he tells you he's going to give you everything your heart desires, that means in your future you're going to have true fulfillment, a whole heart, no, get, no gaps, no gaps, no gaping holes in your heart of unfulfillment or anyone that you miss or anyone you feel should be there, anyone. That you missed out on. And I feel like having everything that my heart desires, it definitely consists of these people being there. And I hate to put so much on it because then a lot of times you give these people leeway to feel like, oh, you know, if I have control over the fact that you won't ever be happy or have fully your destiny. And it comes down to me being on board or me being happy for you or me going with you, then I'm going to make sure that part that I play, that part that I have control over, you'll never have. Because they do, in a way, have control over that. Even though God has control over everything, they, in a way, have control over that. Because it's up to them to want to be changed. It's up to them to want to be there. You can't force anyone to be there. that doesn't want to be there. And so I feel like I don't want to be there then. Not because of these people, but just because of the environment Different things surrounding it doesn't make make sense or add up. Different individuals around me. I know I'm not everything I should be. I'm I'm, no, I'm nowhere in a place to judge someone else. But these different things are frustrating me because it seems as if a lot of times I'm being placed in harm harm's way is for the very people that I'll be willing to be placed in harm's way for. And it make it sounds it sounds silly like if you're willing to be placed in harm's way, then why does it matter? if it's the people you'd rather be, you be placed in harm's way for, well, because why would you place me in harm's way if I'm willing to be placed in harm's way for you? Why can't I have people who would never place me in harm's way, even if I was willing to be placed in harm's way for them? Why do I have all these different people around me who's draining me, you know, who don't really want me to have everything that God wants me to have, who aren't motivating me in the right way? Because I'm, I'm pretty sure. And something that also has been exposed in recent times is that if I had the right individuals around me. This mission would be accomplished. These things wouldn't be as difficult as they are. i would have not I wouldn't have had to go through as nearly as much of suffering as I've had to go through and this is amusing to people. This is something that people are turned on by. This is things that they are addicted to torturing me in order to keep me from my destiny. These is things that is fueling their lifestyle of sin. And I don't even know if it's a consequence of the way that I was living before or if it's just, you know, something that God requires for me to go through in order to get to the other side or both or whatever. But I'm extremely frustrated by it because why, like, and then it's just, you know, constant, reoccurring, like, urge to, like, leave everybody, leave everything behind, just let it all go, leave it. But also the question of why would God have me working so hard and dedicated to this location, these different individuals around me, if, of course, he wanted me to just get up and leave it? Why would he ever even send me here? You know, if that's the case, wouldn't he have sent me wherever it is I'm destined to go first? I don't know, but that's not necessarily always true either. So, you know, fighting just to be able to be myself is difficult. I have people who are saying, you know, you're not going to get your destiny if it's up to me. And if you ever do get that destiny, you know, I'm going to steal your body. I'm going to steal your life. You're never going to get it. I'm going to have it. Your destiny's going to belong to me. You know, just different situation. I got to live like this. And like I'm seeing different things. Like I had this vision. I went to go see my cousin. I talked about this a couple of months ago. My cousin was added to this situation about, you know, This this same situation I'm in where it feels like I've been sold into sex trafficking, I've been sold into sex slavery, prostitution, spiritual prostitution, And my entire family tried to sacrifice me to the devil. They all tried to kill me. I don't know why I would even be chosen for something like this out of all the people in the world that could have been placed into something like this. But then again, I have to consider how many people probably already have. Am I, I'm i not special, but am I significant because I'm fighting? Who knows? Because I believe that the power that they're targeting me for is what fuels these different individuals who have set this up or have control over this lifestyle. You know, when you're fighting them, they're not able to get album sales. When you're fighting them, they're not able to perform correctly. When you're fighting them, they're not able to acquire as much attention or money. When you're fighting them... You're keeping them from these different lifestyles that they're fueling based off of attacking believers in Christ. Based off of stealing the power that God has given his children, the spiritual gifts that we are born with. This is the power that they are attacking you for is fueling their lifestyles. I'm realizing in recent times, you know, after this little Uzi um vision, different things have started to become being released, like. Immediately after that, I see Kendrick Lamar's video being released where he's portraying himself as Christ. And I haven't necessarily fully felt that this was, you know, 100% blasphemy. Only because it feels like in the process of the situation, God has been exposing to me the similarities in what I'm going through. You know, to be more Christ-like, and the Bible says to be persecuted just like Christ and maybe he is insinuating or maybe he's you know demonstrating how it feels in his lifestyle to die for Christ. He's being persecuted by he's being persecuted like Christ. He's being more Christ like and this is what he's having to go through. So oftentimes I don't feel that it's blasphemous for people to portray themselves like Christ. Jay has did it, Tupac has did it. Now Kendrick's doing it. There's so many people who've done this before. And when you see it from a different perspective, you don't automatically assume or consider that they are trying to attack Jesus Christ. But I haven't even seen the video for me to say that. But I don't think that I would need to. Because another thing that I've also... I won't say I don't think that I will need to. But another thing that I've also realized... I have visions with Kendrick. Well, one, I had a vision with Kendrick. Two. Two visions with Kendrick. The first vision I had with Kendrick... I was... This around the time I was... Worshiping and I was fasting, and I was doing everything I could to break this demon, this demonic ties away from me. And he showed up in a vision. was around Super Bowl time last year. And he was playing video games with my little brother. My little brother, who I was fighting so hard to get out of the hands of Satan, you know, and that indicated to me that, you know, I was failing at it because I had went to bed, I went to sleep, and I was sleeping instead of worshiping and staying up all night like God told me to. And I think that that was just an indication of, like, you know, it's okay. You know, this is what's happening. You know, this is, you know, the risk, you know, the risk that you're taking, you're not doing it. You have to get up and you have to do it. And this is is what happens when you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. So I had to take full responsibility for that. But also at the same time, you know, it was a message there that was like, you know, Kendrick was going in a rapture if you had done it. If you had done it, he was going to go. But now that you're not doing it, you know, if you give up, you know, this is how, these are the people that you're risking. It's not just your family. It's not just these millions of people around you that's watching you. There's all kinds of people who won't be able to make it as well if you don't complete what you're doing. So it's conviction setting in. And I felt very responsible for that. But also at the same time, you know, I felt like he didn't really like me for real. I felt like Kendrick didn't even really like me. You know, he liked my brother. He didn't like me. And I just felt like I I really didn't care for that. I didn't care for that, that, you know, realization, really. Because I think that, you know, in the process of this entire situation, it's like, the everything that I'm going through To sacrifice for all these different people around me How can I be the one that's hated the most You know I don't understand that. I never understood that You know Why don't you motivate him to get up and do something Why don't you motivate him to get up And take more responsibility for himself And maybe we'll we be out of here Why is it all my fault Why am I the one who gets all the backlash But I don't want to put all that on Kendrick Because first of all it's nice obligation to like me And second of all who says that he isn't? Who says that that's not how he feel? He might just have his reasons, and I don't ever want to beg anybody like me. second vision I had with Kendrick, it was, Denzel, it was Denzel visiting me and telling me, like, you know, I would throw you back in there. If it were up to me, I would be throwing you back in there. You are really, it, it really, it really made him so mad that God vowed for me and just oftentimes let me off the hook. When he felt like I should be, you know, suffering more. But God see the whole picture. God see all the different things I'm fighting that everybody can't see. And if everybody can see this and they don't care, this is why God is God. Because this ain't fair. It's not fair. These different things I'm going through, like, I have all these different things. I'm fighting all these different things that's holding me back. All these different reasons that I'm not getting to the destination I'm trying to get to. And none of them are selfish. None of them are selfish. I mean, besides the fact that, you know, my body feels like it's actually failing and I don't want to get up and push past that pain, that would be the only selfish reason that I have out of everything because everything else is selfless. When it comes to my family, I'm willing to die for them. When it comes to everybody else, I'm willing to die for them. When it comes to these different topics and these different subjects, oftentimes I'm willing to suffer in order for any type of ease or any type of... You know, any less pain, any less anything for anybody outside of myself. Nothing that I'm doing is selfish, you know. But also at the same time, realizing you just maybe not, maybe never can understand how selfish you truly are in God's eyes, you know, because God expects for you to be a hundred percent selfless individual like Jesus Christ Himself, and I'm a long ways from that, so. I just have a lot to learn. I understand that. But also, it was just a realization that, you know, I'm getting these messages over and over and over again from many different individuals. Different people are showing up and telling me this. But something just don't sit right with me. Like, the intentions is not right. It's like, oftentimes, when I hear about these different situations and I'm hearing from these different people, what it feels like is... You know, these people, they have their opinions. And when you, you know, maybe I'm not quite there yet in the mindset that they at where I I truly understand everything surrounding it. I can not possibly quite be there yet. I'm not even, you know, I'm fighting so hard to get this information. I'm not, this information is not handed to me at all. So I'm fighting very hard to get to understanding of where I'm at, and I'm doing everything I can to do that while also staying and holding very tight, close to God, you know, because oftentimes the information is only handed to you if you're willing to give up on God. And when you're fighting very hard to God, for God, they'll never have your information. you got to get the bits and pieces where you can. And then even those bits and pieces you're having to fight very hard for because they don't want you to know nothing. They don't want you to have nothing. They don't want you to be able to do nothing. So, I didn't quite understand, you know, what position I really play here, but I didn't think it really mattered because the position I play shouldn't matter compared to what it is I'm trying to get done. If whatever position I'm in is it going to stop or change anything that needs to happen here, no, it's not. So, I have to, it doesn't really matter. But, anyways, in this vision with Denzel towards the end of the vision, he says something like, If you don't get up and do everything you're supposed to be doing with no excuses, then you might as well give up. And he wasn't, it didn't feel like he was, I was like, I, every single time I hear stuff like this, I always say to myself, you know, there's no way you know everything that I'm going through. And then it felt like he was saying, yes, I do. I know everything that you're going through and I still don't care. And I, I said to myself, he's not the kind of person that is saying that. You know, because he has his own selfish reasons behind it. He's not saying that because he's jealous. He's not saying that because he doesn't want me to have it. He's not saying that because he can't stand to see me win. He's not saying that because of that. And God is saying, yes, he is. Yes, he is. They all are. You have to trust me over everybody and anything anybody else says. But I'm saying he's not that kind of person. I asked God and God says, no, he's really... He's really a good person. He really is establishing God. He really is an angel, you know? He's an angel, but... And that's that's his demeanor. That's his delivery. He's just tough. He's hard. He's tough love. But at the same time, you know, yeah, that's still true. That is still true. And I I don't want to make it seem like I'm lying or, or making stuff up, but... It is still true. It's it's something I picked up on only towards the end of the vision because I said, you know, you know what, you might be right. You're not the only one who said this. And then that's when he said, really? Who, who else said it? And then I said something about who it was, and they showed up, and it was Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar and somebody else. And I can't remember who the third person was. But all I know is, you know, LeBron too, I think, had a part in this. But all I know is they showed up, and it was like, we tried that too, we tried that too. It ain't even going, and they laughed together. They all laughed together. So I don't even know what it was that they were saying. But it feels like the message is what they were saying was, it's because you're a woman they don't want you to have it. It's because you're a woman they don't believe that you can do it. It's because you're a woman they want you to just give up. I didn't get that message really. But maybe I'm blocking out the things I don't want to hear. But at the same time it's like I think I'm blocking out the things that I don't feel is relevant because why would that be relevant if this is what the mission that God has me on? If I wasn't meant to have it or do it, I wouldn't be here. He would have gave it to a man. He would have let a man do it. But he's let so many men do it up until this point. He wants a woman to do it now. He's chosen me for this. He believes that I can. He knows that I'm capable. And despite anybody else's opinion or view on that, it's still truth. And even when you're right Cause he was right at the time. He was absolutely right about everything. He was almost everything that he was saying. Even you know, God vouched for me. God took my side, and the message was that's not be necessarily because you have a you have a right to be doing what you're doing or that you're right. You are still wrong, and you still have to do these different things. But the thing is, you know, God knows. God knows that I will do it. He's shown me a future. Of myself accomplishing this, And that doesn't even negate the information that was given to me. That, okay, but this is what it's going to take to do it. And when you're not doing it right now with who you're being right now, you know, you could be thrown right back into the situation that you fought so hard to get out of. And nobody, nobody would even feel bad for you or be wrong for doing that. Because obviously you don't understand the seriousness of it if you're not getting up to do it. And all this other information, but it's like, I want to take all that to an account. Take all that into account while also understanding what it feels like to be in my shoes. Also, you know, knowing that I will do it, but knowing that I have to get up and do it. All these different things I want to take into account, but still, you know, considering that, you know, Nobody really wants to see me there. Nobody really wants me to have that position. And that doesn't mean that this advice isn't helpful or intended to be. But I still have to I have to see that. I can depend on really nobody for support in that area but God. When it comes down to it, all I have is God. Even if you've been through the situation. Even if you know what it feels like to do what I'm doing. Even if you doubt me and because of everything that you've seen me do thus far because of everything that you've seen me be thus far despite all of it even so God knows you know and all I can do is imagine what it must have looked like before when I wasn't even half of what I am now and now I'm here But obviously, people realize that too. They showed up when they did. But nobody showed up for me before. Nobody cared enough to say anything to me before. That's another thing I take into account. Where were you? Where were you when I was really going to die? The same thing you were saying, you would throw me back into and would not care. But that was his message, like, Yeah, he don't care about that, and he feel like I deserve that if I don't get up and do everything I'm supposed to be doing. But that for me, just also, is an indication that like, you you couldn't you couldn't possibly understand. But he has gone through this. That's what he's saying. He's going through this, and he made it out. He did what he was supposed to do. It's not really much I could tell him yet. Still, it's gonna be different for me because it will be different for anybody. Not even just because I'm a woman. It's it's different for me. Is. My journey is different. I know that I'm breaking barriers and I'm, you know, rewriting history. I'm doing something nobody's ever done before. So nobody can tell me about this but God. And God is saying, You're going to do it. So that's something to take into account. But also, a lot of different times where I hear people saying, You should hear what God thinks of you, you should hear what He thinks about you. And it's like, Do you hear what he thinks about me? Also another thing to take into account. Do you hear what God thinks about me? Because I think that you do to even say that. To even want me to hear the negative stuff, you must hear the positive. So it's so many things to take into account, but also like one thing that I feel like I'm I'm just maybe so stuck on, I need to know. Do I have to share my family? Because really, I feel like when it came down to it, it was like, you got to be willing to kill them if they're in the way of God. You got to be willing to kill them off. God is a jealous God. He wants you choosing him over everything. God is, I feel like, shown and indicated to me that when I accomplish what I accomplish, it's because of the love that I have for my family. And the love that I have for God. But he feels like the love that I have for my family surpasses the love that I have for him. And he's not wrong. He's never wrong. But it's just... (laughs) I feel that I'm hardwired like that. And it's an excuse. I know it's an excuse when it comes down to it. Because when it's life or death, what am I going to do? And that's the thing. It was life or death. And that's what I did. So... I feel that I'm hardwired like this. Like, what is it going to take? I feel that it's going to take a move from God in order for him to, you know, break that off of me. He has done everything that he could do to get me to realize and see that when it comes down to it, he has to be above any and everything in your life. And I see that and I do I do have the ability now to disconnect from that, but not fully because he's also shown me that he wants me to be willing to die for these different people around me. It's so conflicting to show me that these individuals I cannot depend on. I can only depend on you above any and everything around me. But to also show me that when it comes down to it, in order for me to be made who it is I'm destined to be, I'm going to have to be willing to love them on that level that it took in order to get here. It's so conflicting and it's it's very frustrating because it's like, which one do you want? You had me die for them and that's what that's what showed you my dedication or my true character was for me to die for this individual. But then you want me to kill them. And you want me to have it in me to do that. You know, I had it in me to die for them. I don't know if I have it in me to kill them. So. Obviously, that sound like God. This is how you this is how you reach new levels. This is how you reach new levels with God. This is what he's requiring. This is a new side of God I've never seen my whole life. But obviously, I'm very grateful that I ever have seen. I would never want to stay on a small level where I was so ignorant to these different things existing in this world. And then it's being a part of my destiny. You know, it's a lot of jealousy, but that's nothing compared to the jealousy of God. When he says he wants you to do something, you're not doing it. And you're suffering every single day. Because of it, the jealousy that I'm facing from these different individuals, it's not the jealousy that they think. It's not on their own accord. The God is in control of everything. If you want everybody to love you, they're gonna love you. If you want everybody to hate you, they're going to hate you. That's just what it is. So I know where this where this goes. I know where this. I know what this means. And when I'm doing everything I'm supposed to be doing, they don't even matter. They don't stand a chance because no one can beat him. And so this is him. This is him that I'm battling. And that's the key. You know, this has been repeated back to me a couple times. Like, after I've explained it to people, a few people that maybe I trust, when it came down to it, it was like, I explained it to him. Like, yeah, all that matters. But when it comes down to it, when you trickle it all back down to source, it's God. He's in control of everything there, like so you're battling God. And I felt like that wasn't the right way to put it because you can never even battle God. You can never beat God, you can never battle him, you can never stand a chance with him. That's the mistake that Satan thought. That's the mistake that Satan made. That's what got him where he was where he is and where he's going. So I don't ever want to get cocky enough to ever believe that I would ever be able to battle God. How could I ever battle God when I'm his vessel? Imagine. Being a vessel that he's pouring power into and believing that you actually are battling him when well, you're nothing without him. So, how could you ever battle him if you're nothing without him? What are you? What do you have? So, I don't feel that way, I would never really use those terms. But when it comes down to it, if I'm battling anything, if I feel that I'm battling anything outside of myself on making the right decisions, then I must be battling God because he's in control of everything and nobody else really plays or is a factor outside of him. So these are things that I'm contemplating lately. I'm having to focus on different things. Figure different things out. Make sense of different things. Because I don't see how I can stay this way. But. Lately, I've really been feeling like the urge to like, because of everything that's going on, it's like just. Move on with your life, figure things out as you go, be free, go live your life and see what happens later. If it's really destiny and there's nothing that no one can do to stop it and you're going to get there no matter what, then it really doesn't make a difference if you're going to be happy then. You know, maybe the only power or control that they will even ultimately have is keeping you from your happiness until that point. You know, keeping you from having real joy and peace in your life and being free and experiencing different things. Up until that point, that's really the only power or control that they ever really have. And I see that that's the only time they really get big anyways. You know, when I want to go out and be free, I want to go out to to a restaurant and eat. I want to go out to the movies and relax. I want to go out to a hotel and maybe spend a day for myself. That's the only time they really get big and start, you know, really trying to flex strength and trying to scare me out of living my life so maybe that's really all that really matters and only don't even, they even have control over and once I demonstrate that they don't really have control over that they are triggered they don't feel very powerful like God said they aren't God said they don't have any power it's a false sense of it so I'm encouraging and enabling and Giving them that false sense of power by making them feel as if they're keeping me from my joy, my peace, my happiness and living my life. So maybe that's the only real option that I have. And that's the advice I've been getting from the jump, but I've just accomplished so much and learned so much about what's going on here from the way that I've been doing things. Just staying out the way, staying away from people, staying out the mix. I've just learned so much. And it sounds like I'm emphasizing that cause I just said it's very hard to get this information. But when you work around the clock for this information, when you work around the clock for this, you know, guidance to God and get closer to him, then you do pick up some things and I've picked up some things and I've picked up how to fight for myself and others because I matter so much to me. I've picked up the things that really matter you know, picked up on the things that really do matter and the things that really don't. The places, the positions that people are playing. And oftentimes it feels as if I go off and decide to relax and forget about a lot of the different things that's going on, yeah, I'll be a lot happier. And I'll be a lot more, you know... I'll be free of a lot more stress. But I... The power, the not that I need power, but you need it when you're trying to protect people, you need it when you're fighting for the right things, you need it when you want to get to your destination faster. So, the power that I've picked up on, the power that I have from being here all day, all the time, it makes a difference. You know, I know that if I was out here a little bit more careless, I would be given a lot less of a responsibility over a lot of things. Not that I even want this responsibility more more than anything. I just want to be able to save my family members. And it feels like in order to save them it's necessary to be here all day, all the time. But it's different for them. When you're doing wicked things, when you're working in devices of Satan, when you're being evil, when you're not fighting for the right things, when you're being when you're fighting for pointless selfish things. When you're not moving with intention and purpose, when you're not working at your highest level or not trying to, they make it so easy for you. It's so much easier for you than when you are fighting for the right things, when you're choosing God, when you want righteousness, when you want good, when you want to fight for good. Everybody hates you. When you're doing these things that everybody else is doing, being selfish and working for different selfish type things, nobody cares. Like everybody's, yeah, supporting that because you are... Enhancing, enabling, and continuing a lifestyle that they want to be able to continue. When I'm fighting for the things I want to, what you're doing is you are pa- you're paving a way to put a stop to the way the things that I get to do or the, the behavior I get to participate in, making it not okay for me to behave this way or do these kind of things just because I can anymore. You're creating rules that other people are gonna, you know, eventually have to abide by. You're setting the stage for. You know, you're you're setting the stage for direction and discipline that nobody wants to have here. And we hate you for it. Just like you hate your parent. When they tell you can't do something, you just don't know any better. You're ignorant. You just want to do it because you want to have fun. But your parent knows better in the long run. It's gonna pay off. Or it won't if you do it. It's gonna hurt you. So when I want to be guided by God and I want to enhance the discipline in order to protect people and keep people from these long-term effects that we are seeing right now, we are seeing right now. Not even just because you know it's been a while that they've been in this, but also because sometimes those reactions and those di- and those consequences come immediately. So we're seeing the effects of these different things. We're seeing the consequences of these different things. The discipline is so badly needed and it matters. Even like some people think you must be the corny one who cares about these consequences. You must be the corny one who actually cares about discipline here or direction. You must be the corny one that actually want a difference to be made or actually want, you know, fairness. If people just want to do what they want to do, just let them do what they want to do. You say that until it's you, that they want to do what they want to do on. And two, you know, everybody says that until it's them. And then you have to develop some sort of attitude in order to be able to fend for yourself. And what happens when you can't? And it's just unfair. And people just get to treat you like whatever, do whatever they want to do to you just because they can, just because they know somebody. Who are who is allowing and who has enough power to do so. No, the discipline and direction and rules and consequences are needed. They are. And it's messed up because a lot of times the little people are the ones who are at risk here. And nobody cares about the little people. You don't got money. You don't got status. You don't got a fan base. You don't got, you know, power. Ain't nobody going to offend you. You're going to be whatever somebody wants you to be if they want you to be A spy. If they want you to be a sex slave, if they want you to be a corner boy, if they want you to be whatever they want you to be, if they want your whole family killed, then they can just do it if they want to. No, that type of stuff is not okay. And this is why God is stepping in and do the things that he's doing right now. And yes, he could have did it on his own. He didn't need me to do this. And that is another thing that I am contemplating and considering. I have to suffer I have to go through all these different things and God never needed me, but I need to be blessed and honored. I need to feel grateful that he ever would even want to use me for something like this because I could very well be one of these different people who's sitting around thinking, Man, that's corny you want, you know, discipline. That's corny you want rules and direction and consequences for this stuff. Let us just let everybody just do what they want to do and here, this is what's in it for you. I could've been one of the people who like as long as I'm getting my money, I don't care what happened to nobody. I don't care about these kids. I don't care about these women. I don't even care about these men. I don't care about nobody. I don't care about this world. I don't care. I could have been one of those people, but God kept me from being hard-hearted like that. He softened my heart. He's changing me. He's giving me a future and a destiny I would have otherwise never had without him. And now I want it for everybody else. I want everybody to have real love. I want everybody to have a future. I want everybody to have a destiny. And I want everybody to have what's best for them, regardless of what it looks like or it seems like. And I don't care about that misery or bitterness or hatred in people's hearts. You know, this is what I'm fighting every single day, clearly. But regardless of anything, it's not going to change what God wants. It's not going to change what God is doing. So. I guess at this point the only option that I have is to continue to keep fighting. What what difference is gonna make? And I mean, they're shooting a the messenger, but I'm a vessel, so I know God will avenge me. I just have to focus and keep fighting, but I'm just so tired, so tired of fighting the very people that I'm doing everything in my power to say, but God just made it so clear. Your brothers and sisters aren't those who you have, you are, you are tied to by blood. Your brothers and sisters are those who do the work of Jesus Christ. So oftentimes I feel that I'm suffering trying to protect these people that I've grown up with that I love so much and so dearly, but when it comes to them compared to the people who really are here fighting and doing the work of God, oftentimes I would have been free from them a long time ago if I had just put God's word first when it comes to that. Yes, you love your brothers and sisters, but that's you're no better than a heathen. Even a heathen loves those who love them. You got to love the people who don't love you. You got to love the people who, you know, despitefully use you and come up against you. you got you to gotta love your enemies. So, you know, a lot of times people are perverting and twisting the word of God. They are your enemies. But still, you know, a lot of times I'm showing partiality by wanting to look out for them and make sure they're okay and a lot of times working so much harder when it comes to them. No, God does not appreciate that. And that's what makes him jealous because he only wants me working my hardest when it comes to him. But I've learned that the hard way and I've learned that That's a big lesson, but it's also something that takes practice. When you've grown up 20-plus years with these different individuals and you have to learn how to let them go, you have to learn how to stop considering them first. You have to learn how to not be triggered when you hear them getting themselves into a situation that causes them to be hurt and tortured. Everybody's being hurt and tortured. It's not just them. They don't matter more. You know, not to God and not to and and it shouldn't be to you. So I'm finding myself in a lot of these positions and circumstances because I'm not willing to let that go like I should. But I will. I'm working on it. I'm practicing it. And oftentimes I just get so very frustrated and hurt because it it is complicated. You know, God will get me all the way here with this. Logic and understanding and this mindset and this heart that I have. But it still has to change. And, and the very things that have to change, it feels like, are my core values. You know? I don't want to change these different things. It it feels like it makes me who I am. But also exposing to me that this, this really comes naturally to me. I don't really have to try hard. It's who I am. This is why you chose me. You know, I was who I was and I was already... 100% trained up and prepared for the job when He put me on it. That doesn't also mean that the things that He's taking me through and the levels that He's bringing me through, the things He's disposing to me aren't necessary as well. God is intentional about all that He does. But the sooner that I accept I have everything that I would otherwise need and I can't mess this up. That the victory's already won and that God is in control. The sooner I accept that 100% fully like I should, the better off I'll be. The easier this will be for me, the less I'll be pulled and dragged down or enticed or tempted into traps that are set up in order to make things harder for me or in order to ruin other people's chances who actually deserve it. People are so wicked. They're like... Either I know I'm getting in or I know I'm not. Either way, I want to ruin this opportunity for someone else, even if they're an innocent child who deserves happiness, who never asked to be here. And that's really messed up. I cannot, you know, that right there is like a lot of times pulling and tugging on my heart and my ability to operate and be innovative. But that's okay because, you know, God has shown me where to put that. He's showed me how to manage that and how to continue to be who it is who, who I'm destined to be excuse me in the spirit in the spirit I'm never tired of fighting for people who want to be fall for I'm never tired of fighting for God in the spirit but in the flesh, I'm so weakened and tired, and I know it's Satan. I know he's lying to me. He's a liar. So, I just had to fight hard.